What's up ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. C from The C Report, and I'm stopping in for just a sec to encourage you guys to head over to thecreport.com. At thecreport.com, you can get more information on The C Report, check out episode resources, follow our blog and get new articles every week, join our mailing list, and stay abreast on the latest news and information. That's right, head on over to thecreport.com, that's www.thecreport.com, and be sure to follow us on our social medias, Truth Social, Rumble, Twitch, Clout Hub, and Pill.net. Good evening, everybody. How is everyone doing tonight? I hope y'all are doing well. And uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of The Sea Report. Coming to you live on this. What are we today? Whoopsies. That's my water bottle. Uh, Coming to you live uh, today on this Thursday, 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 December 8th, 2022. I know, right? Uh, what's going on over there? Rolling on, Skeeterberg. I see you guys over there. What's up, sweeties and ladies and gentlemen? How y'all doing? We got it. We got a countdown in the chat room. <laughs> how are you guys doing today? It is it is Thursday, December eighth, right? Yes, that is the day. And welcome on in, guys. Wow, what a show do we have for you guys today? Today we're gonna today we're keeping up with the zeitgeist, guys. I know some of you all probably wonder what the heck I'm talking about. Some of you all probably know exactly what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, but uh, welcome, welcome, welcome in either way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Today we're going to keep up with the zeitgeist. Okay. So uh, if you're joining us live over at places like Rumble, hello, hails from Mr. C TV. I am your host, Mr. C, you know, sometimes known as Mr. C in some circles, usually these circles, right? You know, and, you know, sometimes known as other things like, you know, my God given name, ladies and gentlemen, in other circles. But uh, either way, it's great to be here. Uh, Railing on, does that countdown go all the way down a whole minute? Marvelous, sir. Marvelous. I'll have to get that one myself. Okay, there we go. (laughs) I'm going to add that to the favorites. An entire minute countdown in a sticker. Oh, that came from Sergeant Sparky. Ah, figures that would come from Sergeant Sparky. That that boy is talented, ladies and gentlemen. Anyhow, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Wow, I didn't know stickers had that type of fortitude, Mr. Railanon. That's interesting. But I'm totally new to this entire thing. Anyways, not to get too off track, ladies and gentlemen. Is it about to explode? Is it going to explode? No, it counts back up. Whoa, that is a complex sticker, Railanon. <laughs> Tam Growl says it's not 745 yet. I was just about to say Tam Growl. I was just about to say Tam Growl. If you're joining us over there at Rumble, uh, hails from Mr. CTV. I am your host, Mr. Nurse Kitty. I'm not going to repeat that entire bit again. Actually, what I am going to do is I'm going to go over to Rumble. 
just in case, just in case. Because uh, Rumble, hey, Rumble, what's up, guys? Rumble knows what's the deal today. Uh, we're, we're keeping up with the zeitgeist, right? Don't forget. Don't forget. The mainstream media, the, the lamestream, shamestream, fake news, mockingbird, propaganda, legacy press media. Those guys, you, don't forget, they're controlling the news cycle again, right? If patriots control the news cycle, it all be about elections, guys. Okay? But we don't control the news cycle right now. Okay? We are not the news. Elon Musk and Hunter Biden, they are the news. So we're going to uh, talk about the Twitter files part two. It dropped today. Oh, yes, we are. We are definitely going to talk about them. You know, and yes, you are. She, yes, Tam Growl is great. You know, she is. She's a wonderful human being. She and her hubby. But I'm sure all of you beautiful souls out there are, you know, even if I have not met you in person yet. But that's besides the point, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so we're going to do the Twitter files part two. They dropped, they dropped today. Okay. Over not on, not with, uh, the, uh, yeah. you guys out there in rumble land and beyond. You'll have to forgive me if I get my Matt Taibbi. Okay. Cause I don't keep up with like the zeitgeist as much as I do with elections and stuff. Okay. We still got the flag of Arizona flying behind us guys. Our elections were still stolen. You know what I mean? Like uh, that happened, you know, I, it's, it's interesting because today, today was a different day. You know, I woke up today and I was like, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to wake up and walk over to my computer and my laptop and station, whatever, and start just, burr. you know, I was like, I'm not doing that today. I'm doing something different. So, you know, I did something different. I was like, should I go for a walk? I was like, no, I go for a walk sometimes. So I just worked on some other projects, you know, and then uh, had a, had a, I had a pretty well, no, it was a great conversation. I had a great conversation. It was a pretty long one, you know, with uh, with my mother today. Okay. Now, for those of you who are not on the pill.net or the foxhole.app at work, sometimes I tend to talk about my family. So bear with me. I won't spend too much time on my personal life. But, you know, she's not political, you know, at all. You know, she puts her faith in other places and I do not blame her. Okay. <laughs> And I, I could never fault her. Okay. Never. Uh, but uh, we were talking about certain things and, and I was telling her about some of the ways, uh, some of the ways I've been feeling. I was talking with her about things I don't normally talk about, like, you know, my feelings and emotions and just things that have been going on in my life personally. Uh, as far as that kind of a uh, topic goes, you know, the, the unseen things, ladies and gentlemen, and you know, and I started explaining to her exactly how I felt. And I think I finally reached her because I said, you know, like, it's just like, you know, um, the, an entire election was stolen. Okay. I saw it right before my very eyes. Everyone else sees it right before their very eyes. But like, you don't even know what I'm talking about. And um, there was something else that, yes, yes, Unchained 0130 drops, and uh, we are going to do that today, okay? It's coming right up, all right? I know it's live now, Unchained 01. I appreciate it. I got the message before I went on the air uh, quite some time ago. And in, in fact, Truth Social just reminded me right now. Truth Social was like, look at, because I'm not doing the drops right away. I already lost two viewers over at, uh, at over at Rumble. Jeez, Louise. Anyhow, oh, thank you for the, uh, thank you for the heads up though. Thank you for the heads up, Unchained Zero One. Unchained Zero One. I don't see you here too often. Tom Fitton of the uh, Council for National Policy is speaking right now. Okay, good to know, Mister Unchained Zero One. 
Awesome. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad you're giving us the update, you know, and we'll get to all of that, guys. It's Thursday. I'm trying to tell you guys about my mama. Anyways, okay. <laughs> Look, I lost another person over at Rumble. Jesus Christ. Thanks a lot, Chained on One. Okay. I hope you stick around in the audience the entire time and make up for all those people I just lost. Anyways, okay. <laughs> and Chained on One's like, well, if you'd stop talking about your mama and just get straight to the Twitter votes, then uh, people would go over there and uh, stop. But anyways, I... <laughs> Anyways, guys, so as I was saying, as the flag of Arizona is still flying behind me, Unchained01 and everyone at Rumble, you know, as the flag of Arizona is still behind me, as these Twitter drops happen and uh, our uh, nation is still, you know, in its own dire straits, you know, as our nation, as they just still stole these elections, can I at least spit out a thought, right? Anyways, okay, because our nation's... Our elections were stolen 2022, period, 2020, period. Happened right before our eyes, guys, right before our eyes. Okay, and I know, I know I've already gone on about this before, guys. I know I'm belaboring a dead point. What is that? A dead country? Dead America? Dead constitution? Do none of us really not care anymore? Because, like, I'm trying to talk about our stolen elections and no one wants to hear about it, Okay. So as I was saying, I mean, I already lost like all these viewers just because I'm not talking about Twitter. All right. Because, you know, over at Rumble, the title for today's show is Twitter Drops Part 2. And I'm talking about my mama and elections. They're like, well, screw you. I want to go hear about Twitter. You know, maybe I'm doing my own kind of test right now. Maybe I'm really trying to test. You know, I'm taking a temperature, right? I'm trying to take a temperature, you know. So as I was saying, guys, you know, because I'm telling her, my mother, how I feel. <laughs> And I'm expressing my emotions to her. And um, I can't remember exactly what it was that I was able to pivot on a really good example. I think, oh, she started saying, what about North Carolina, son? What's going on in North Carolina? Like there's, wasn't there like a big power outage? And, you know, I heard about that story, guys, but I didn't follow it. So I was like, you have to, I said, I said, mom, you're the one who listens to the news. You watch, she watches the mainstream. I don't, I don't say to my mom, you're the one who watches the mainstream media because she, she doesn't get that. So I just say, you mom, you're the one who watches the news on TV. So like, did they say who a suspect was? Did they see who the bad guy was? Because I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, they're blaming it on like a patriot or they're blaming it on like a Trump supporter or something like that. And, you know, so I don't know. And then so she's like, she didn't have all the details. And so I was like, you see, that's what I'm kind of talking about. Like, you're talking to me about North Carolina. But I've been, uh, you know, I told my mom, I was like, look, do you remember what happened on election week? I was like, you know, I was really busy i wasn't able to get in touch with you as much as i used to and stuff like that and so you know and, and i apologize because you know i was it was election week it was super busy we had our elections getting stolen we're trying to watch everything that's going on i'm trying to track and document stuff behind the scenes here too and so you know that's kind of what i was expressing to her and you know i said but that, that's kind of what i mean i was like but since then mom i was like our elections were stolen like i mean they were stolen like right right out in front of us in front of everybody and, and I'm sitting here watching it and I'm, I'm like looking at things, talking about things, doing it on my show, et cetera. And, and, and I feel like, I feel like, again, like I'm sitting up here kind of all by myself, you know, like no one else is, is talking about us. You don't even know what happened, mom. I was like, you don't even know how, how everything that went down because she, she's not political. So she doesn't pay attention to that, but you know, it might be top of her mind for being someone who's apolitical. If the news, the mainstream media actually talked about this stuff. So, you know, 
How does it feel when you go from uh, no man's land in the mainstream media on a topic like this to you go to Patriot land and you're still in no man's land on a topic like this because nobody else seems to care that their elections were just stolen. You know, like 2022 happened right in front of our eyes. It's we're still within a month of it. Today is a month to today, ladies and gentlemen, that our elections were stolen again and no one seems to give a damn about it. And that is what's irking me probably the most guys and and that's why like while i uh and i should i you know because we share audiences someone like diddy here over on fox so i owe an apology because i did not mean on monday on lone star state news to imply just by saying diddy where are you at diddy where are you at that he you know that they're not doing him and his group are probably doing a whole lot more than i'm doing but again you know and i don't even i i don't even get to see a show all the time to even know what they're all talking about so you know that's not fair to me and and out of respect for his audience and he himself you know i owe you guys an apology i'm sorry for just because i i met you know anyways i don't need to go off on that guys i know he's a you know he's my bro and like he's a good guy and they all do it but like like i'm telling you guys <laughs> like i'm telling you guys I just, it just, it's a, it's an interesting moment to be in, but you know, where I was really able, I think to kind of really address the issue is because I said kind of flippantly, I said kind of flippantly to her. I was like, you know, I was like, I'm sitting here. This, the election's been stolen and, and nothing's you guys, you see how intense I am right now. I got two pens in my hand. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I just noticed that. Okay. Let me. <laughs> I'm all, I got two pens in my hand. Okay, let me put one down. Put one of the pens down, Mr. C. Uh, anyhow, so uh, I said, I said, it's just like what happened in, in, uh, in January. You know, it's just like what happened in January. And she's like, what? I was like, I was like, when I was in Washington, D.C. and I had you and I had my brother and I had my sister and all of y'all were calling me in Washington and y'all were like, are you okay? Are you okay? Like something, uh, 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 we, there's, there's a riot happening on TV. And I was like, there's not a riot happening here. Like, what are you talking about? You know? And my mom was like, but there was a riot. And I was like, mother. Okay. I was like, first of all, there was like over a million people there. Okay. And, and, and I would not doubt if you go back into your little annals of all of your way back in machine times, first one to say it, there was 1.7 million or more people there. If we had gone there to burn down that Capitol, there would not be a brick standing, ladies and gentlemen. I said that months, if not a year ago. And it couldn't have been right. And so, and then, you know, and so I'm just saying, you know, I am just saying guys like, and she was like, there was a riot. And I was like, look, mother, I was like, can you imagine? Okay. I was like, picture this in your mind, mom. I was like, what happens when you step on an ant mound? I was like, that's what would have happened if every single Patriot went there to riot that day on January 6th there would not be a stick standing in that Capitol. We would have torn that mother down if that is what the purpose of President Trump and his insightful speech was. You know, I said, Mom, there were so many people there. Like that, that entire Capitol would have been 
raised to dirt. It would have been raised to the ground. Like we would have torn that thing up. Like there's no way. I said those those two or three hundred people that they had stormed that Capitol were there like probably 30 minutes to an hour before we even got there. It took us 45 minutes to even walk there right from where President Trump was inciting us. Like all the timelines don't match up, plus all the other video, plus all the thousands of hours of footage that is not even being released. I mean, so, and I was like, that's how I feel with the elections, mom. I was like, I was in Washington, D.C. on January 6th and everyone was blowing up my phone asking me if I was still alive. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm in some kind of twilight zone because I was singing Kumbaya with the Patriots and their families right at the base of the Capitol. And I told my mom, yeah, I saw the smoke cannons going off. But, you know, we were talking about like uh, things that we'd heard going on inside the Capitol or possibly that there had been some kind of a fight and people trying to push in or something like that. And, and, and other than that, you know, we were just sharing experiences about this entire journey we've been on together trying to restore our republic and what that looks like, you know? And with this entire election thing, it's almost the same thing. You know, it's like everyone's moved on. You know, everyone has moved on to some better, greener pastures that will, I don't know, generate more uh, views. I mean, that's why I put the Twitter thing. Ha ha! You've been tricked, Rumble audience. We're not talking about Twitter today. We're talking about elections. <laughs> I'm going to have to start info jamming the Patriot networks, right? With whatever the hell that the, uh, with whatever the hell the, uh, the news, uh, the news cycle out there by the mainstream, lamestream, shamestream, fake news, mockingbird media is uh, now dragging them by their noses with what's next. Balenciaga. Like, anyways, no, we are going to talk about the Twitter files guys, because it is important. Um, after all, I mean, this is the stuff that's, you know, this is where it gets juicy, right? Because this is where we learn the helpful stuff, not the stuff that we knew two years ago, okay? Or a year ago, excuse me. So yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're learning more about the, uh, how would you say that, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, we're learning more about the inside baseball of what was going on between Twitter and, uh, you know, the collusion that was happening with like, you know, Big Brother and all that other stuff. So, uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are going to talk about Twitter eventually. Okay. <laughs> but thank you all for being here, right? Thank you all for being here if you are here. And uh, we'll have fun tonight, guys. We'll have fun tonight. Uh, first thing I need to do, though, and uh, this is what I was going to do. Oh, thank you, Tam Growl. I appreciate you. It's one of my favorites. Uh, she said, nice blue suit. Time for mama to get an education seat. No, my mama is well beyond that point, my dear friend. <laughs> well beyond. I don't know, Tam Growl. Maybe you could do it. No, <laughs> you can. You can convince my mama to vote. Oh man, I would not. I would not task anyone with that, ladies and gentlemen. I would be like, <laughs> I do not recommend you approach my mom on that topic. Hey, Ozark's Freedom Girl, how's it going tonight? Good to see you, and uh, welcome on into the chat. Unchained zero one. I hope you don't mind that I was not like going off on you or anything like that. But I do appreciate the updates, though. We are going to talk about. Twitter in a minute. Uh, what I wanted to do, though, if you guys don't mind, uh, real quick, I'm just going to pop on over live here on the phone um, to, oh, since Truth Social, you know, there were no Trump truths today, guys. There were no Trump truths today, just so you know. Uh, but Truth Social, they 
Uh, oh, welcome to the recent follow. Seize the day, 9-11. What's up, Mitchell Osina, Magapat, 69. American Patriot, 20. Woodrat, 69. Most recent followers there. Um, that's not... Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for following, guys. And then uh, that's over at uh, Truth Social. Um, oh, here's what I was going to do. I know what I'm doing, guys. So, sorry, don't worry. I'm not stalling. We have a full show. I have a full show, guys. We're going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about Twitter. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm still booby. I'm still, I'm still uh, booby trapping the, the Twitter follower people. I'm like, we're talking about elections. Don't get it twisted. No, just <laughs> I'm telling you, look, no one's watching the show because I'm not talking about Twitter right now. I put Twitter files part two and it just didn't work. Oh, she's on to yay. They're on to yay. Okay, good. I'm glad. They're on to yay. Yeah, everyone's on right now. Awesome. No, but here's what I'm going to do. That's why no one's watching. <laughs> I don't care, though. That's not the point. I'm too dangerous right now, guys, because I see through all those veils. They all work together. All of them work together. All your influencers, guys out there, work together, just so you know. They all work together. They don't like me because I don't work with any of them. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. Okay. That's what I'm doing. I was just going to, I was just going to, I was just going to push a link out on truth social that we're live here at the C report just for the heck of it. And I'm doing it live on the air just cause I want to, cause it's my show too bad at, uh, let's see here. So, uh, Twitter files part two. I mean, maybe that's why everyone's live right now. It doesn't matter to me though. Cause I, you know, did you guys know that my essence lives in the resonance, not in the here and now, if that makes sense, you guys figure that one out for yourselves. Okay. My essence lives in the resonance, not in the here and now. So I ain't concerned about having a, uh, I ain't concerned about having a what million people audience. Okay, so wait, why did I put oh yeah, Twitter files part two? Okay. Part two. I'm gonna put exclamation point. I'm gonna put join in the zeitgeist. And I'm just being facetious, guys, because at this point with the Twitter files, this is important stuff, I think, to know. <laughs> but you know me. I'm bitter. Okay, zeitgeist. There we go. Join in the zeitgeist. Join in the chant. Join in the chant. Uh, I'm going to do one more. Hashtag. What would be a good hashtag for this? Um, quiet you. Okay, pop out. Oh, 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 I was just thinking hive mind. That would be a great hashtag. Oh, wait, we're going to do one more. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you know, guys, you guys, I have to, in my core audience, my repeat offenders know my personality very well. Okay. Never sit at the popular table. Always, always, always push against the popular ones. Okay. Our elections were just stolen, by the way. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
the best part is no one important never mind i'm not going to complete that thought uh okay Uh, okay boop all right i'm just gonna pop that out there just for the fun of it i i don't expect to garner uh i'm just i'm just teasing okay uh let's see so c isn't really what are you talking about today is the eighth here is here the eighth it's twitter drops isn't that funny we're a month ladies and gentlemen a month yeah me to it mr c i'll watch the the tv movie twitter files <laughs> it's gonna come eventually skeeter burke it's gonna come eventually okay twitter files <laughs> Oh, you guys are amazing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to push forward and to push on. Oh, you know, okay, yeah. So there was that thing. I think I finished everything I had to say about that in my open. Uh, I mean, that was hardly an open. But anyways, like I was saying, we didn't have any Trump truths today. I'm going to check right now real quick one more time, just in case he dropped one in the last 24 minutes, which I doubt. But like, you know, stranger things have happened. Uh, so, you know, I bet you guys were expecting that instead of the flag of Arizona, I'd be having like the rainbow flag flying behind me. You know what? Can we at least save our country before we start caring about who can marry who and what's, what's legal about that crap? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm surprised. Wait, isn't it funny that I said that? And then the first thing that I see on my uh, newsreel is a story about Lindsey Graham uh, Lindsey Graham, are you flying your rainbow flag or what? Because uh, you uh, authorized a single sex marriage or something. What is it called? I don't even know. I wasn't even following that story. I found that out today. I was like, oh, I opened up my uh, my news thing and I was like, oh, OK. All right. <laughs> I was like, uh, oh, I guess, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm more concerned about saving my damn country. I mean, my blessed country. Excuse me. That sounds bad. But anyways, you guys know what I mean. You guys know how I mean it, too. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, why am I looking at this now? Oh yeah. Who cares about this Griner person either too? It's a guy, right? <laughs> Bam. It's a man. Okay. Anyways. Uh, what were we doing here? Nothing. Okay. So, uh, where are we at? Oh yeah. 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 I'm tracking truth social. That's why I opened up my web browser. Pardon me, ladies and gentlemen. Pardon me. Okay. Anything new? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was cute. Okay. Um. No. Seven hours ago, ladies and gentlemen. Seven hours ago. Hmm. Oh, yeah. No, there. What? That's weird. How bizarro, ladies and gentlemen. How bizarro. Well, you know what? I guess my, uh, I guess my, uh, my browser just did not keep up with life or something like that. I don't know. Cause president Trump did have a statement today. I was not on my social media today. I told you guys I was working on projects today. I was, uh, uh, taking a break to consider life for a moment. Why don't you? having having healthy conversations etc okay all right so uh here's the deal y'all as it happens ladies and gentlemen of the esteemed audience oh, 
President Trump does have a truth to share with us today. It was actually right on topic. <laughs> I mean, it was right on topic. It was right on topic with the uh, with the newsreel thing there, you know, because whoop, let's get him on the screen. There we go. President Trump. How you doing today, sir? Glad to see you. Uh, Brittany Griner. <laughs> the man thing from uh, Russia. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean. Okay, the man thing. Okay, so Brittany Griner seems to be the topic du jour, whatever that means, for President Trump today, right? Okay, because apparently people don't know what du jour means. Okay, it's not delivery, ladies and gentlemen. It's du jour, okay? <laughs> what kind of deal is it to swap a man thing known as Brittany Griner, a basketball player who openly hates our country, for the man known as the Merchant of Death, who is one of the biggest arms dealers anywhere in the world and uh, responsible for tens of thousands of deaths and horrific injuries? Why hasn't, exactly, why hasn't former Marine Paul Whelan included in this totally one-sided transaction? He, he would have been a lot, he would have been let out for the asking. What a stupid and unpatriotic embarrassment for the USA. You know, I don't know how old this Britney Griner person is, you know, because maybe maybe they're of an age, right, where they think you can just take THC laden CBD oils wherever you want in the world and not get in trouble for it. I mean, d never mind. OK, you know, because, well, you know, this is actually possibly another good mark for Russia, but I don't want to look like a Russian sympathizer, a Russian bot or a Russian agent. Right. Because God knows, you know, uh, that's who I'm working for. Right. Anyways, I am being facetious. Uh, God knows that's not the case. Anyhow. So as I was saying, ladies and gentlemen, um, Brittany Griner. This man thing that stands out like at seven foot eight or whatever, right? Has an Adam's apple the size of my head and probably a bigger package in his pants, you know? <laughs> like, that's a good argument for Russia not being like homophobic or transphobic, right? Anyways, that's besides the point, okay? We have a Marine who's over there, apparently. You know, this Paul, what was the name again? Mr. President Trump? Paul Whelan, right? And I think I saw an article about that somewhere where it was kind of like uh, you're going to trade out a tranny for like a, a an agent of death oh a merchant of death. But you're going to you're going to allow a Marine to uh, remain in the same situation without even some type of consideration. I mean, anyways. Hopefully, I'm not too far off on that, guys. But uh, Lord knows. Lord knows. <laughs> Lindsay is a proud man, Tam Growl, I would probably say. But maybe not so proud. Because then he'd be out and about just on fire. You know what I mean? He'd be on fire. <laughs> and that's some funny stuff right there, guys. Okay. All right, so uh, moving right along, 
Hey, what's going on, peeps at Rumble? We are getting to the Twitter. Don't worry. Okay, so uh, let's get let's keep on a moving, guys. Let's keep on a moving. Oh, so this was our only statement uh, or truth from President Trump today. All right, guys, our only st uh, statement or truth from President Trump today. So we'll be able to move on, guys, and uh, we're moving right on to this topic first before we get into the Twitter stuff. Because that's 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 going to be a big old buttload, right? Because everything that just came out from Twitter, I saw some of the stuff before going on the air. It's a lot of stuff, okay? It's a lot of drops, right? Uh, got a lot to cover. We're, we're keeping up with the zeitgeist today, guys, okay? All right. Carrie Lake on Biden's border crisis. Uh, I mean, uh, this is something that you won't see in the zeitgeist as much, right? And that would be, of course, this man going, uh, being questioned about, well, you know what? I don't, I don't need to tell you what he said. We can watch it together. So uh, we'll do that, guys. God, gosh, dang it. I forgot to get my good sound up. Okay. Uh, so let's talk about this uh, because, again, you know, you have um, this moron, this illegitimate president visiting a border state without even visiting the border you can't even imagine how bad that looks but you know what uh someone like carrie lake would better express exactly what type of an insult it was to have someone like joe biden who caused every uh bit of um every bit of disaster that is occurring down every bit of crisis every bit of humanitarian crisis that's happening down at the border right now Okay, because of this man, you know, that he even showed face, ladies and gentlemen, that he even showed face. Um, yeah, it's kind of out there. Let's check it out. Great question. Bad answer. President Joe Biden dismissing the crisis unfolding at our southern border ahead of his trip to Arizona yesterday. This despite 2.3 million encounters during the last fiscal year, where 2.3 million came across the border. In a tweet, the National Border Patrol Union writes, quote, visiting an ice cream shop, very important. Visiting our border where illegal migration deaths, escapes and fentanyl smuggling set new records nonstop with thousands dying as a result, not important. It was important for former Arizona gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake to join us today, and she does today from Phoenix. Carrie, good morning to you. Good morning, Steve. You know, there were a million ways Joe Biden could have answered that question without actually saying what he did, but he has infuriated people because now it sure looks like he doesn't think what's going on down there is important. Well, he created the problem. I mean, think about it. It was within minutes of him taking the oath of office that he pulled back all of President Trump's uh, border policies that were keeping Arizonans and the rest of this country safe. Within minutes, he uh, did that. He pulled back every single plan that President Trump put in place. He stopped the construction of the border wall. And he basically, with a wink and a nod, told the world, come on open or come on over. We're open for business. Right. And he created the problem. But I am appalled that he would say that. You you look into the eyes of a mother who's lost a 19-year-old son or a 20-year-old daughter to fentanyl poisoning, and you tell them what happens on the border doesn't matter. This man is, is I'm sorry, he's disgusting. 
And I can't even believe he had the gall to come to Arizona after creating this crisis here without even acknowledging it. Yeah, to, to be so close and not to address it. You know, uh, obviously, the people at the White House, the communications team, they probably think eh, it would be bad optics for the president to be on the border and look at it. But let's just think about this for a second. If the president was standing there with Border Patrol looking across at the unfinished uh, wall or looking across the river or whatever, it would, it would make it seem like he is addressing the issues of the people coming in. Forget about the, the fact that Republicans are saying, look, you got to do something to stop the people from coming in. At least it would make it look like he cared about the people who were actually coming in. <laughs> well, maybe he'd have to care about the people first. Um, the issue is that, you know, even if he couldn't make it to the border, to sit down with parents who've lost uh, a child to fentanyl poisoning, to hear their stories. I think he's afraid to go to the border, to be honest, Steve. I think he's afraid that he might hear from the Border Patrol agents who are having to process hundreds of thousands of people every year in Arizona. He might get an earful from the people who are on the front lines of this crisis that he created. And I think optically, they're very worried about that. Yeah. So he kept it real safe. He doesn't really go out in public, as you notice. He goes into uh, this uh, to visit where they're uh, making, going to be making a lot of semiconductors in a huge a factory and plant that they're starting up here in Arizona, which is fantastic. But he's the president. Yeah. He gets a free flight. He can easily make it to the border. There's no excuse for him not addressing this issue and at least showing that he cares a little bit. You're absolutely right. In that big plane, the president flies free anywhere he wants to go. He just doesn't want to go there. Uh, Carrie Lake, we thank you very much for joining us today from Phoenix. All right, y'all. <clears throat> That's a pretty good interview there. Uh, surprised to see Carrie Lake on Fox Lake. Uh, Fox. I was say on Fox Lake News. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. I'm surprised to see her on Fox News. You know, um, that was interesting. You know, I would have to ask. You know, I would have to no, not ask. I mean, you know, we asked the question here, but I would have to wonder actually if the stipulations for her appearing on fox news was not to talk about arizona elections isn't that interesting but you know i would also regard that as uh appearing on fox news to keep one's self one's face uh one's uh you know out of sight out of mind you know in front of everyone else that's pretty interesting pretty interesting um, at the same time, though, uh, listen to the way that Governor Lake is talking on Fox News, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. Like a governor. You don't got, uh, I mean, you know, it, why would they even bother having Carrie Lake on Fox News to ask about the border if they thought that she would no longer be a part of the entire political landscape to some point so that that is to say maybe they're gonna try and court her for a oh goodness maybe they're gonna try and court her for a show if they get away with stealing 2022 i don't even like to say if they get away with stealing 2022 because guys if they get away with stealing 2022 what the hell are we doing here <laughs> If they get away with 2022, if nothing turns around after this, right? If this happens again in 2024, okay, I'm going to be like, what have we been doing here? Just stroking our egos, you know? 
anyways. Um, I want to share one more clip from Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, before we jump into the Twitter files, and we will jump into those Twitter files quick and fast, ladies and gentlemen. But I want to share one more clip with you guys. Um, and, and it's regarding Carrie Lake. And uh, it's because, uh, you know, I was just doing a little bit of the searches today uh, and kind of just seeing, you know, where she is in the media right now. Because, again, you know, post election day and now this is a month past election day today, you know, uh, a, there was a lot of what you would what you would call it kind of like what uh, radio silence, uh, radio black transmission maybe you know so and, and no ladies and gentlemen that's not a racial remark um my audience knows that uh but what we are saying here guys is so you know i but so i came across this one interview that i really would like to share with you guys because um i found that uh well i was able i found a lot of things out of this interview but the most striking thing to me was this interview because i watched a couple i watched a few there are a few people who had the chance to interview Carrie Lake, right? Uh, and this is post-2022 theft, right? You know, and uh, this is, this is well, this is striking. This was striking to me, guys. Now, uh, we had, uh, I don't know what show this is. And maybe I should, no, no, no. The Officer Tatum Show. Okay. <laughs> But the first thing that the host, or maybe it's not the first thing, but at least what was highlighted in this clip was the host's concern about the Republican Party. And I was like, wow, this is interesting conversation, right? This is an interesting conversation. It was very interesting. Well, guys, yeah, I won't have to worry how interesting it was because uh, we're about to listen to it right now. Uh, this dude got straight to talking about his fear of rhinos, ladies and gentlemen. And I thought to myself, and I'm not diminishing this man's point of view at all, because ladies and gentlemen, maybe, maybe I, maybe I've miscalculated the pulse of America, you know, maybe, maybe. You know, people who have been watching and assessing these types of things for so long, you know, that maybe that's what has driven some of my frustration the past week and a half, you know, and I see it in other individuals who uh, have, who know things, right. You know, and it gets frustrating, you know, when uh, things that, you know, don't get picked up as quickly or understood as quickly I get. And so now I'm kind of seeing, now I'm kind of seeing like my own personal lag, you know, like uh, where I am here in my understanding is definitely kind of not like kind of where the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania is. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. You know, I'm going to give you guys that example again, you know, whenever we were watching and we're not talking about we're not talking about this previous visit to Pennsylvania that President Trump did during his Save America rally. We're talking about the one prior to that, you know, where they introduced Oz and uh, you know and and that is when I witnessed the death of our republic with an applause because everyone was like Sean Hannity Fox News and I was like we witnessed the death of our republic with an applause you know <laughs> I and I told I told Java who's co-hosting during that rally that we're in a lot more trouble than I thought we were 
because these people out here don't understand that Fox News is a globalist operation and Hannity is one of their agents. And I get that we have to play politics so that this way that uh, we can get on their shows and we can, you know, hijack, you know, the minds of sleeping Americans and wake them up because they're watching that show and that's where the megaphone is. You know, I get that. And then, you know, I'm thinking like, well, you know, we'll, we'll screw that. We're beyond that now. Well, you know what, Mr. C, maybe America is not beyond that, you know, because there's genuine concern here, guys, for Republicans betraying Republicans as where where I already understand where many in my audience already understands what the rhino is, how the rhino functions and exactly why they must be exposed a lot. Apparently, a lot of people out there are just figuring out about Republicans. They can't. Some of these people can't understand, I guess, that that there are Republicans who are working in the shadows and they are not Republicans at all. They're not even Democrats. They're traitors to this nation. I, you, I would, you know, even if the Democrat party splintered off of the Republican Democrat party or the democratic Republican party, that was once one group, right? Even then traitors to this nation, ladies and gentlemen, could never be anything American. And so, we understand it, but maybe the rest don't, you know, and that means we've got a lot of catching up to do, guys. That means we've got a lot of work to do. OK, but you know what? We're, I would say we're already more than halfway there because the conversation is on the table. So that means if you're just joining in now, you're only going to help even more those who have been uh, those who have been working to spread this information and truth. You know, that's right. railing on. It's rhino hunting season. Well, thank you, Tam Growl. <laughs> Tam Growl says, Steve does a great job calling them out. I can't help it. But I'm not. Anyways, let's I just we need to let's listen to this interview. I was I really appreciated this interview. I really appreciated this interview. And I really, really really appreciate Carrie Lake's leadership on all of this. You know, even if you didn't see her right after November 8th, 2022, and even if it seemed like she vanished and you weren't hearing anything from the boss, let's face it, guys, the people who are working, you're not going to see them on the air because they're working. You're not going to see them in front of the screens because they're working. I appreciated this interview. Let's check it out. Welcome back to the show. I don't want to waste any time because I know your time is valuable. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Your time is valuable. I don't want to waste your time. I just have one more thing I want to talk to you about because one of my biggest frustrations, because I, obviously the first frustration was the fact that these machines weren't working. And I honestly believe in my whole heart, if you got a situation where you can verify that people's votes weren't counted because some of those votes were mixed in with, with counted ballots, if you if there's evidence of that, you cannot certify an election. That bothers me. But then also the rhinos. I honestly believe, I, I wonder how many rhinos that follow Doug Ducey or follow Karen Taylor Robeson that decided not to vote as a protest against you and against Donald Trump. What's your thoughts on the rhinos or some of these establishment Republicans in Arizona? 
I'm not trying to cut in, but did you do you see this? Like, I love it. I love it that this host pointed out the rhino that is not the Republican politician, the rhino that is not the conservative bureaucrat, the rhino that is the voter that chose not to show up because they were for Ducey or Robeson. Isn't that interesting, right? That's that's the other sector that I'm talking about, guys. When we're talking about these rhinos, we're not just talking politicians. We're talking donors. We're talking businesses. Look at, okay, for the people of America who might not relate to this analogy, okay, in the state of Texas, we have a billionaire who runs a grocery chain who has these all american all texas all family values okay who who bleeds who bleeds conservative until you see him walking around with his little ascot and be like hey boys no just kidding okay i'm getting off track but this dude this dude quiet conservative right donates millions and millions and millions of dollars to Republicans who will kill school choice, to Republicans who will uh, back up uh, child mutilation and, uh, you know, chemical castration of children. You know, so this dude is a rhino. He's not a politician. He's a he's a businessman. He's a CEO. He's the president of a huge still private company billionaire guys four members of his families are billionaires because of his grocery store here grocery store guys not tech company not media company not military company not weapons company grocery store ladies and gentlemen <laughs> a grocery store okay you know not not like a uh not like a cool like you know a sporting goods company or like some kind of like high fashionista balenciaga company this dude is running the wire out of a grocery store, okay? That is a rhino that needs to be called out. And the very fact that this man keyed right into, which, you know, I say donors, I say CEOs, I say nonprofits are rhinos that are, are like fake, right? This dude's like the voters are rhinos. And I'm like, you know, I had to stop and think about that, guys, because I was kind of like a voter that's a rhino. Well, I don't think is non. I don't think that they I do not not think they're non. I believe they exist. In other words, I believe rhino voters exist. Oh, heck yes. Rhino voters exist. But I kind of I'm kind of like unless they're like old money or old establishment ties or something like that, you know, like. I can't imagine a modern day conservative Republican 2022 who, if they really are who they say they are, common sense and all that good stuff, guys. Um, I can't imagine them being a rhino if they look at everything that's happening, unless they really are about the money and the power, unless they really are about furthering their own self-interests and the interests of those who put them in their place. The ones who put them in their station in life, you know, I get it. 
what do you call it uh isn't that right see tam girls like rhino voters huh you know what okay you're right relamon we need one of these right now let's do this uh for all the rhino voters out there that we never saw before you need to check yourselves and uh, uh maybe get with jesus soon okay And uh, to be clear, Tam Growl, no. Uh, it is H-E-B Groceries in Texas, and they're also spreading into Mexico at the moment. Uh, that is uh, the Howard Edward Butt Grocery Company. Albertsons or Kroger, I know they were in the news recently for being woke. Um, <laughs> let me tell you what. Charles Butt. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is B-U-T-T, billionaire. That, that's that's a butt, like billionaire butt, or billionaire like butt. Yeah, B-U-T-T, <laughs> M-O-O-N, that spells butt. Anyways, okay. <laughs> Guys, I'm just saying, that's just another example. So yeah, calling out the voters who are rhinos. Anyways, I just thought that was extremely insightful. Uh, let's get back to the, uh, let's get back to this now. Taylor Robson that decided not to vote as a protest against you and against Donald Trump. What's your thoughts on the rhinos or some of these establishment Republicans in Arizona? Well, we had so many independents and Democrat Democrats voting for us. I mean, even independents and Democrats have been stopping me going, there's no way she won. We voted for you. So I, I believe that we did quite well with people who are establishment. You know, we agree on, as I, as I said, on, on the campaign trail, on 90, 95% of everything. And there may have been a few people who didn't vote for me. I still believe we won in a massive way. But, you know, the Democrats have figured out how to take every ballot out there and they make sure every single man, woman and child and live and dead and whether anybody lives there or hasn't lived there in uh, decades gets a ballot. And then they find a way to make sure those ballots make it into the uh, uh, ballot boxes that they the drop boxes. And we play by putting out great candidates, great policy. They put out candidates who can't string a sentence together, candidates who don't have the courage to debate, candidates who have terrible policy, and they win by collecting up as many ballots as they can. We're doing it the principled way where we put out great candidates with great policies and we try to get the voters to show up on election day. And they did that. They did that in a, a huge number. And what they did to stop us was to sabotage election day. It's unbelievable. I've had many people reaching out to me, establishment kind of types who are getting word from probably the rhinos in the party telling me not to file a lawsuit, to back down, don't do this. And I cannot do that. I must move forward and stand up and fight for the people of Arizona. You know, the rhinos who count, who did the, uh, the uh, election, ran the election in Maricopa County, Bill Gates and Stephen Richard should be ashamed of themselves. There's no redress for grievances for Americans, for Arizonans right now when it comes to this election. They silenced us on social media via Katie Hobbs office, trying to silence people who spoke out about election problems. Her office silenced them on Twitter by going to the head of Twitter and trying to shut them down and removing tweets. And then they silence our sacred voice and our sacred vote at the ballot box. 
by the shenanigans they pulled in Maricopa County. It's outrageous what Stephen Richer and Bill Gates did. They gave people who had a, a, an issue with the way elections were run two minutes to air their grievances while they waxed on for minute after minute for hours talking about how perfect the election was. I've got news for those guys. It was far from perfect. It was botched and it was a sham and we'll see you in court. I love that, Carrie. You got to keep fighting. We support you a thousand percent. We got to keep fighting. You know, I, I wouldn't say fight if it was cleaner. And, and you know, if we ran a good Absolutely. race and we just lost, I wouldn't even I wouldn't say nothing. But when I look at what happened, I look at the fact they started that that nonprofit or PAC or whatever uh, explicitly against Republicans, you. Uh, Donald Trump, they, 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 these people are biased. They cannot be in our government system and they're biased. And the, and the part that hurts me the most is they are Republicans. Some of these people are Republicans. We have a Republican state legislator. I mean, we got Republicans everywhere and, they, and they're ruining our state. And, and sometimes I wonder, do they rather have a Democrat run instead yeah, of having an America first Republican? They do not want America first, real citizen politicians. They want to send a message to anybody thinking of stepping forward like our founding fathers envisioned and running for office like I did and say, you can't do it. It's going to be impossible. We'll, we'll stop you at every turn. And that's what they did. They don't want America first policies. Many of these people want wide open borders. They want the cartels in control. They want shady elections where they control the outcomes. And I'll tell you what, Brandon, my father was a football coach. He was a great man. He raised me primarily. He would have, he raised me to be a good sport. And had this been fair and square, and I said it all along, I would of course concede if we have a honest and transparent election, we did not have that. And if I walk away, I give the people no voice to fight this. And the people are asking me by the thousands, stay in this fight, fight for us so that we can have fair elections for our children and grandchildren. I love it. Carrie Lake, getting ready to run out of time. My wife loves you. And she was out there for three days uh, helping people get their ballots worked out. And she went to the GOP office and, and she she helped out. So my wife wanted me to tell you that, that she loves you. Uh, she 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 supports you. She still got the Carrie Lake sign right in the front oh, of, of our car, so she won't let it go. But uh, we love you. Thank you so much for coming on, Carrie. Um, thank you. Uh, we really appreciate you. Thank you, Brandon. And and tell your wife thank you. So many people like her showed up and cured ballots. They knew something was wrong. They witnessed it on election day. Uh, we need prayers. We're, we've got a great case. We're moving it forward. And we'll let the court see what happens. And I, I pray we get a, a judge who's willing to truly look at what happened and look at Amen. the people who, who were uh, discriminated against. Amen. We'll be praying for you. Carrie, thank you so much for coming thank on. You. God bless you. Welcome Dang, back to the show. That was a powerful, 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 powerful interview, in my opinion. I think I think that was definitely one of uh, Carrie Lake's most powerful interviews post this entire debacle, guys. Uh, says a lot. I mean, come on. You're talking to someone who was actually there on the ground. This is an Arizonan. This is an Arizonan who is uh, interviewing Carrie Lake, ladies and gentlemen. Someone who experienced everything that we reported here on the ground, you know, they actually lived it, you know, so, you know, a, a broadcast such as a C report that's coming to you live, you know, from, you know, San Antonio, Texas, right? Oh, what do you care about what happened in Arizona? 
what do you care about what happened you know in maricopa county phoenix right that's not your governor that wasn't your race that wasn't your election what does it matter to you you know it matters a lot guys and i don't need to say this to the core audience but to anyone who's new to this information it matters more than you could understand because whatever happens in arizona it could happen in texas not that it's not happening I mean, we've got our own bugs to work out, but you know what? Join us Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 3 p.m. Texas time, and we'll talk about it because we got a show for that too, guys. We ain't just going to talk about the nation. But uh, yeah, that's right. Go get them, Carrie. Go get them. And I love it. I love it that they were addressing the rhinos, you know, you know, and, and that's the that's that's where I have to take a step back because I don't think this guy was just putting on a show. You know, I don't think this guy, it was like me and, and, and like, like, say it was like me. And I'm like, you guys know, I'm all about getting those rhinos. Right. And then I, I talked to Carrie and I'm like, I talked to her, like I'm new to the topic. It's, it's almost like these Republicans want a Democrat in office. I appreciate that. I take a step back. I check myself. Okay. Because ready, maybe the rest of America is just not there yet. Maybe they're not to the point of admitting to themselves that the leaders of their own party have been betraying them this entire time. And it is this process that we are experiencing as a nation that is helping us understand that, but not to destroy our belief in the nation, but to rather make us stronger. Okay. It, it, it's to show us that we need to be stronger and that we maybe need to pay more attention than we've been paying attention to and not take for granted the laws and the, the way of life that was set up for us. And that is exactly why we are where we are today, because I think a lot of us have taken it for granted. And, and again, not all of the, there should, there should not be any fault. Okay. Because when we start talking about fault, we start just not even focusing on fixing the issue. Okay. If we start focusing on who's to blame, we don't even consider how to, uh, to, to, to reconcile it, you know? So, you know what, forget the blame because it was designed this way. Okay. We were, it was designed for us to not care, it was designed for us to get caught up in our daily lives. It was designed for us almost as if though this was the point they wanted us to get to. But again, four year reprieve showed us, showed other people, woke other people up, brought other people on into what was happening. And I can't be so cynical enough as to sit back and say, well, you know, Maybe this is all part of the grand scheme. Maybe you got uh, maybe you got all these good guy influencers and good girl influencers coming out just to bring out the rest of the people who would fight against the ones who are not docile, the ones who are not asleep, the ones who are not dumbed down. Let's bring out all the ones who would do lawsuits. Let's get them to all file lawsuits. So we know exactly who to target in 2024. Right. I mean, we could say that about the good the influencers that do that stuff. You know, I said the same thing about Alex Jones. I said, well, he sure did paint an easy target on patriots. He sure did tell the federal government exactly who their enemies are. And you know what? So do all these shows. All these shows and all these networks show the federal government who they're. You think that just because you don't use your name and you use you hide behind an avatar that they're not going to be able to find you? 
You know, they're just lucky when you put your name on a, a lawsuit or an affidavit. But you know what? I think even more so. I think that they're finding that as all these Americans slap their names on lawsuits and affidavits and all these Americans sign up for, um, you know, uh, for um, accounts and follow follow uh, patriot influencers and stuff like that. Maybe, maybe the bad guys are finding out that, uh, yeah, they would, in fact, be stepping into an anthill if they try and take down America. You know what I mean? Maybe the bad guys are finding out if they try and take this nation out, they would be stepping into an anthill. They would be stepping into an anthill. They would be overcome by the amount of Americans that would just have their day with them. And trust me, I know Americans have been waiting for their day with these people. Okay, <laughs> so... Hey, Kiss, what's going on? I saw you drop into the chat earlier, Kiss. Sorry I didn't say hello sooner. How you doing tonight, hun? Good to see you tonight. Hope your evening is going well. Hopefully you're not too busy over there and you're getting to relax a little bit, Miss Kiss. All right, guys. Okay, so where's that going to take us next? Quick, Mr. C, when are you going to talk about the Twitter files? <laughs> We're getting to the Twitter files next. I promise, maybe. Okay, so, like, hold on. <laughs> okay, guys, I was just off on a tangent. Real quick, we got to wrap up Arizona, guys, because after all, our elections were just stolen, right? Okay, I mean, they were just stolen a month to today. 2022 was stolen, so let's at least pay a little bit of a, you know. <sighs> anyway, so Mojave... County, Arizona, guys, as you know, was kind of wrapped up in a lot of turmoil, along with Cochise and along with Maricopa during 2022. Uh, but in an interesting move, it appears that uh, Mojave County, Arizona might be looking into possible litigation against Maricopa County. So this is good, guys, because remember, uh, you had the courts throw out Abe Hamaday's, Hamaday's, excuse me. Let me just call him by his name. Ibrahim Hamaday. Okay, there, now I said it right. Ibrahim. Okay. So, um, they threw his case out because, what did they say? On a technicality, not based on reviewing any evidence, right? Or any of the uh, improprieties that took place on November 8th. We're throwing this case out because uh, you can't file a case to challenge a an election until after it's been certified. We've been here before, right? But anyway, so now we have, of course, like uh, undoubtedly uh, Abe Abe Hamaday, and uh, you know I'm I'm sure Mark Fincham. I haven't been following Mark Fincham too closely, which is interesting because he is. He was, you know, running for secretary of state and the secretary of states is kind of my shtick, you know, but uh, I'm sure he will file. I'm sure uh, I'm sure the rest of will file. Right. And what is going on in Nevada or Michigan or Wisconsin or Wisconsin? Well, anyways. Just there's too many interesting things happening right now. Um, too many things for me to really put my finger on, you know, like. Michigan's really weird right now, guys. Anyways, okay, so people are filing lawsuits, all right? That was my point. I'm sure Abe will. I'm sure Mark will, you know. 
um, Governor Lake is. And, uh, well, now Mojave is. So that's kind of cool. I mean, yes, the commissioners went along with certifying it, unlike Cochise, which, you know, at least they presented the perspective of duress which is, I think, very important. I think that, that I think that even though I know, I know scat, skit, skiddly dat about law, I would imagine a case like that setting some type of precedence in the future, you know, where someone on record says, I will vote yes or whatever to certify an election, but I'm doing it under duress. Let the record show I'm voting yes under duress. I do not want to. You know, so that I would imagine is going to have some kind of a, a precedence moving forward. Uh, should justice prevail, should the good Lord will it, and I'm sure it will, you know, but let's see what's happening in Mojave County, ladies and gentlemen, before we jump into the Twitter files for today. Arizona Mojave County Board of Supervisors to discuss litigation against Maricopa County following fraudulent election. So uh, this is from the Gateway Pundit, and I'm going to go ahead and read through this, even though the majority of us know exactly what went down. But, you know, just because, as I always say, details, the knowledge of it, keep it readily available, keep it accessible. Don't just assume everyone knows what you're talking about, right? On November 8, 2022. At least 50% of the tabulators or printers were not operating on election day in Maricopa County. Republicans waited for hours in the Arizona sun to vote in Maricopa County. Thousands were told they could not vote. They could, thousands were told they could vote at different precincts after they signed in, which they could not. And tens of thousands were told to dump their ballot into a bin that would be counted later. Following election day, Democrat candidates won more than 50% of the votes despite only recording 17% turnout on election day. How is this possible? In Berlin, Germany, they recently threw out an election following similar circumstances of voter suppression. This is what Arizona must do. They must throw out the fraudulent results and redo the midterm election. On December 15th, Mojave County Board of Directors are going to discuss possible litigation against Maricopa County for stealing the 2022 election from the Arizona people. So we're just sharing this with you guys as a bit of uh, interesting uh, development. And that is a copy of the agenda from the uh, Mojave County Commissioner's Court or Supervisor's Court. Commissioner, Supervisor, same difference. Uh, this is right down here at the 9.30 a.m. meeting once called to order. Ronald Gould, Chairman, Mojave County Board of Supervisors. Discussion and possible action regarding, uh, well, re replying regarding whatever, litigation against Maricopa County and the Secretary of State for issues related to the 2022 election. Some more interesting developments, guys, coming out of Arizona. You know, just never forget, guys, never forget the amount of data that we have on the theft of the 2022 election today. I mean, we have uh, as much as we had about the 2020 election stolen, and we have it 
within a month of the election's theft. Do you guys know how ahead we are right now compared to 2020? We are so far ahead compared to 2020 that we can look at stuff like this and we can look at, uh, you know, all these other matters like what we reported on last night regarding uh, Stephen Richer being in contact with the uh, CISA federal uh, agency that's supposed to be uh, cybersecurity for elections and stuff. So. I'd say that bodes well, ladies and gentlemen, at least by my, at least by my, uh, at least by my guess. So, okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's the moment you've been waiting for. Are you ready to see Elon Musk Hadouken? <laughs> Hadouken. Okay. Are you ready to see him? He's going to attack him. Root, root, root. Okay. He's going to get him. Look at there. I'm going to get you with my Twitter ball. <laughs> Mr. Musk. Anyways. Okay. So, you know, guys, right. I try not to keep up with the zeitgeist, right? I try and I try not to let the zeitgeist run my show. Okay. I try not to let the mainstream media tell me what my new cycle is going to look like. But you know what? I figured for today we'd go ahead and play along only because... Uh, the stuff that's coming out now in regard to Mr. Musk's uh, big old exposure of what was going on at Twitter is uh, actually really interesting information that we probably could not have said. I knew that two years ago, even though I knew that two years ago, right? Well, we're talking about like the Hunter Biden laptop. Everyone knew about the Hunter Biden laptop, but did everyone know that Jim Baker was, uh, you know, uh, kind of calling? certain types of information from coming out in that regard to the release from Mr. Musk and Twitter files drop one. Not at all, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, for the remainder of today's show, you will see the title Mr. Musk's Twitter files unleashed. Okay. <laughs> Cause that's Mr. Musk, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Let's just dip right into it guys. Cause this is what, Everyone wants. Okay. All right. So this was uh, shared to us from the thread by Barry Weiss. Did I follow her? I can follow her. Even, I mean, that was the point, right? He's he's passing along the ball to all these people just to get them popular and to give them credibility and to be Team Musk, right? These are the people that you guys are going to turn to in 2024 to be your news leaders, I'm sure, right? Everyone's going to be like, listen to this person, listen to that person because of Mr. Musk. Uh, I mean, that's just the way it's good. That's that's how this is. This game is played, guys. Like your old guard of influencers, you know, the ones who are all getting busted for knowing each other and working together and who are getting busted by one of their old friends. Right. Who probably still works with them and, and still embraces them once they stop being fools and they stop uh, attacking her. Right. She'll embrace them again. But they all work together. They all know each other. They have all known each other. OK, for. I wouldn't doubt if some of these people have known each other for more than a decade, okay? When you think about the time, we're in, what, 2022? A lot of these influence operations really started seeding and coming out in, like, what, the 2000s, 2005, 2002, somewhere around there? It couldn't have been much more before that because, I mean, a lot of these people would not even have been graduated from high school by then. But, yeah, a lot of the people you trust, a lot of the people that you, and I'm not saying don't trust them now. I'm just saying, uh, yeah, you, know, you better recognize all these people know each other, okay? I am, I am but a lowly man 
the son of a tortilla routesman. Okay, that is me, right? I I am the son of a delivery man, guys. Okay, I my my dad was not a CIA. My grandpa was not in the CIA. I was not working for the government when I was in high school. Okay, none of that stuff. All right, I am the son of a delivery man. Okay, you ain't gonna get much more down to earth American and real than me. Okay. All these other people, they're all playing games stuff. You know, I'm only here because I was here to help a family member. And this was how I passed the time. Okay. By talking to you guys about stories I thought were important. And that's why I get so flippant sometimes because sometimes they're manipulating my, uh, my streams and stuff like that. But anyways, guys, anyways, nothing special here, just the truth. And sometimes, you know, sometimes I get a little, blah, blah, blah. my truth gets a little blah, 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 sometimes, but you're watching a real process here, America. You're not watching someone who's got an agenda. Anyways, okay. So uh, that's besides the point. Thread, the Twitter files part two. Twitter's secret blacklists. Oh, it makes me so squirrely. Okay. So this dropped at 6.15 p.m. Uh, I looked up Barry Weiss uh, yesterday. She's the editor of the Free Press. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you can go work for her, too, guys. I'm just letting you guys know. Uh, you follow her link, and you can go work for her and Mr. Musk's team. So for all of you uh, influencers out there that want to be part of something in the future, right, or whatever, go 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 to her Twitter page, and, sh you know, they'll – I don't know how that works. I'm not going to. I'm just – I don't even know where I am in this life anymore. Okay, so uh, let's see what Barry Weiss has to say. Here's number one. A new Twitter files investigation reveals that teams of Twitter employees build blacklists. Ooh, do tell, Barry. And they prevent disfavored tweets from trending. Oh, you don't say, Barry. And actively limit the visibility of entire accounts or even trending topics. All in secret without informing the users. Now. I know I sound all kinds of ways reading Twitter drop number one from Barry Weiss, but you know she's going to show the receipts, right? That's why we're all here, right? Even though everyone and every everyone already knows the summary of this topic. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. We've all known this. In fact, all of the uh, crack pot tin foil people, right? They all know this. But I'm guessing now we'll have the receipts. So I'm going to go ahead and retweet this whole thing because I don't want to have to retweet each one at a time. Okay. <laughs> uh, but we'll go ahead and like it. Okay. Number two. Twitter once had a mission to give everyone the power to create and share ideas and information instantly without Barry Weiss's. No, just kidding. Without barriers. Along the way, barriers nevertheless were erected. Do you mean elected? No, just kidding. Number three. Take, for example, Stanford's Dr. J. Uh, Bhattacharya, who argued that COVID lockdowns would harm children. Twitter secretly placed him on a trends blacklist, which prevented his tweets from trending. Dang, look at guys. Is that like... I don't know. Is that something you would see on your screen or is that something uh, the people who blacklist would screen? <laughs> That's crazy. 
And number four. Or consider the popular right-wing talk show host from, who who came from the Alex Jones crop. I might want to remind you guys, in case you guys forgot about Dan Bongino, his origins are on Alex Jones' show. Just I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that out there, and they're probably going to shut down my Rumble channel now, right? I attacked Peter Thiel, <laughs> and now I'm just I'm just – I'm not saying Dan is a bad guy. I like Dan Bongino. I'm just saying, don't forget, he came from Alex Jones, okay? He came from his loins, right? <laughs> Anyways, I'm old enough to remember, guys. I was there with Dan Bongino and Phyllis Schleifley of the Council on uh, National Poli for National Policy, guys. I was there, right? Well, this woman who heads up the biggest, well, she's dead now. But she used to head up the biggest unknown and uh, secret uh, I'll kill you conservative group who's running all these other conservatives to run against Trump. The Council for National Policy. Right. No one will look it up. And all of the uh, all of the influencers who are with them and who are with they will be like, show me the sauce. Show me the receipts. Show me the work. And then they'll see what well, 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 if you don't show them the work, then they'll say they'll say. um GTFO. GTFO if you don't show me the receipts. Well, you know what? You're you're a researcher, you're a digger. Go get them your damn self, right? You know what? Because uh other people aren't gonna look at that. Right? So get your receipts yourself. If you're if you have a show or if you're an influencer, get your own damn receipts. Only only people who don't have shows should be asking their freaking uh whoever they watch for receipts. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Wait, wait, let me let me just speak clear. Audience members who don't have shows should have the right to ask their host for receipts, but other show hosts who dig themselves should not have the right to ask their other show hosts for receipts because they dig. Don't be a lazy ass, right? Anyways, it's because they're hiding it. It's because they are hiding something. That's why they do stuff like that. And that's why they challenge you with receipts or they say GTFO, right? Because if you don't show me the streets, get the F out, right? You know what? You're a digger. You're a show host. Screw you. Get it yourself. And stop trying to hide the truth. That's all I got to say. All right. So getting back to Dan Bongino, whom again, like I said, I like. I like Dan Bongino. But apparently Twitter did not like Dan Bongino. They said, uh, consider the popular right wing talk show host Dan Bongino, who at one point was slapped with a search blacklist. So I'm guessing this is all information from inside Twitter, right? Because I never saw any of this stuff on mine. But uh, so isn't this interesting? So they're a verified account and they are active. They do have notification spike. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, they do. They are on the search blacklist. Okay. Twitter blue verified multiple accounts. Wow. So it's telling them exactly. They're like, he has multiple accounts and he is verified. Wow. Uh, they have his strike count. So I'm guessing this is what people can see on the other side of the screen. Like those who work at Twitter. Interesting. Sorry, guys, I'm all holding my nose funny. Speak uneasy. What's up? Thank you for, um, subscribing at the bronze tier, sir. And welcome aboard repeat offender and, uh, Tam Growl. Thanks for gifting the can, sweetie. I appreciate y'all support. 
So uh, let's see the next drop over here. Number five, Twitter set the account of conservative activist Charlie Kirk, who works with the Council for National Policy, to do not amplify. That's interesting. Now, what is it when you have the establishment working against the establishment, right? That's kind of what my question is, because that's kind of what we're seeing here right now, guys. You understand we're looking at fourth and fifth generation betrayers, right? So uh, when it's establishment versus establishment, they're controlling the narrative, they're controlling the, the uh, lefty side, and they're controlling the conservative side, the, the conservative influencer side. That's what we're looking at right now. Okay. So conservative influencer, counsel for national policy. Okay. Let them erase all their pages. Let them erase all their information. Let them erase all the data, right? Because I'm spilling the beans without doing the research because no one else is going to do it. It's okay. I know I'm floundering a moment. I know I'm floundering an opportunity by not doing the hard research and then talking about it as opposed to just letting the cat out of the bag about the Council for National Policy and how they've been a conservative tink tink do tank that's been working against America first for a very long time. And they award people that you guys really trust and love. And they uh, also uh, have people speak at their conferences and at their, uh, you know, uh, whatever they're called, assemblies, you know, who you trust and love, America. But you weren't supposed to see it for another four or five years when they stabbed you in the back. But by that time, you would already be in the gulag or you'd already be dead or you'd already be uh, vaccinated or something, right? Or uh, we'd already be uh, in another economic depression or we'd already be in, uh, I don't know, pick something, pick, pick one of the five apocalypses. We'd be there, right? They'd make sure of that, right? Council for National Policy, okay? If you guys are real, you'll go look it up. I don't expect anyone to go look. I'm not talking to the audience, guys. I'm talking, I am not talking to the audience when I'm saying these things right now. But if you guys are real, you'll go do a story on it. If you're not, what does it matter? Okay. So uh, number six, Twitter denied that it does such things in 2018. Twitter's um, Vijaya Gad, then head of legal policy and trust. I'm pronouncing her name like that for a reason. because I'm guessing that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> and Kayvon Bakepore head of product said, we do not shadow ban. They added, and we certainly don't shadow ban based on political viewpoints or ideology. What many people call shadow banning, Twitter executives and employees call visit visibility filtering or VF. Multi high level sources confirmed its meaning. So I guess what they're saying here is if you say a word like shadow ban, of course, they can wholeheartedly and honestly say they don't shadow ban because that's not what they call shadow banning. They call shadow banning a visibility filtering. Interesting. Think about visibility filtering as being a way for us to suppress what people see to different levels. It's a very powerful tool, one senior Twitter employee told us. VF refers to Twitter's control over user visibility. It used VF to block searches of individual users, to limit the scope of a particular tweet's discoverability, to block select users' posts from ever appearing on the trending page, 
and from inclusion in hashtag searches. All without user's knowledge. We control visibility quite a bit, and we control the amplification of your content quite a bit. And normal people do not know how much we do. One Twitter engineer told us, two additional Twitter employees confirmed. The group that decided whether to limit the reach of certain users was the Strategic Response Team, Global Escalation Team, or SRTGET. It often handled up to 200 cases a day. But there existed a level beyond official ticketing, beyond the rank and file moderators following the company's policy on paper, that is the site integrity policy, policy escalation support known as SIPPES. The secret group included head of legal policy, head of legal policy and trust, Vijaya Gad, Vijaya Gad, the global head of trust and safety, Yoel Roth, subsequent CEOs, Jack Dorsey and Parag Argawal, and others. This is where the biggest, most difficult, uh, most politically sensitive decisions got made. Think high follower count controversial. Another Twitter employee told, uh, told us, for these, there would be no ticket or anything. One of the accounts that rose to this level of scrutiny was Libs of TikTok, an account that was made that account that was on the trends blacklist and was designated as do not take action on user without consulting with SIPPES. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. That's pretty interesting. And look at all these. So they have a notification spike. They're on the trends blacklist. They're uh, they have a recent abuse strike. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. How someone who's working on the inside of Twitter can see all of this about that person's account. So that is some inside baseball, isn't it? I'm just going to put the same thing that I just said. Sorry, guys, my spelling. <laughs> I'm still going to put it. That's what this is, guys. Anyways, okay. All right. Let's go ahead and post that, baby. Yeah, yeah. While not always accurate now, I do type pretty fast. Okay, so nothing to be proud of. Moving right along. Okay, let's get back to this. Okay, Barry Weiss, the chosen Mr. Musk 
uh, explicator of things. The account, which Chaya Ratchik began in November 2020 and now boasts over 1.4 million followers, was subjected to six suspensions in 2022 alone, Ratchik says. Each time, Ratchik was blocked from posting for as long as a week. Twitter informed Raichik that she had been suspended for violating Twitter's policy against hateful conduct. But in an internal SIPPES memo from October 2022, after her 17th, or sorry, after her seventh suspension, the committee acknowledged that LTT has not directly engaged in behavior in behavior violative of the hateful conduct policy. See here. Site policy recommendations. Site policy recommends placing libs of TikTok, 1.3 million followers not verified, in a seven-day timeout at the account level, meaning not for a specific tweet, based on the account's continued pattern of indirectly violating Twitter's hateful conduct policy by tweeting content that either leads to or intends to incite harassment against individuals and institutions that support LGBTQA communities. At this time, site policy has not found explicitly violative tweets, which would result in a permanent suspension of the account. This type of enforcement action, repeated seven-day timeouts at the account level, will not lead to permanent suspension. However, should LTT engage in any other direct level violations of any site policies, site policies, policies, well, is it the site's policies, policies, or the site's policies, policies? We will move forward with permanent suspension. Assessment. Since its most recent timeout, while LTT has not directly engaged in behavior violative of the uh, hateful conduct policy, the user has continued targeting individuals, allies, supporters of the LGBTQIA community for alleged misconduct. The targeting of at least one of these institutions. Does it continue? That's all we get? Come on, Barry Weiss. We want the whole thing. We want the whole enchilada, don't we, ladies and gentlemen? Okay. All right, guys, continuing with the zeitgeist. The committee justified her suspensions internally by claiming her post encouraged online harassment of hospitals and medical providers by insinuating that gender-affirming healthcare is equivalent to child abuse or grooming. I want someone to explain why ha I have a friend who every time he uploads his picture, he's immediately banned. At Mr. Joey Manorino was banned four years ago for no reason. Tried 48 times to come back to Twitter and is banned on site every time. What is his recourse? Yeah. <laughs> What does this have to do with that? Okay, let's find out. Oh, wait, am I reading a comment? <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay, I'm just making sure I'm not. I thought I was reading someone's comment. You guys see, I don't use Twitter that much. Okay. Uh, 
Okay, that was a comment. Okay, these commenters get out of my stream. Wait, how did I get here? Hold on. No, no. I oh wait, is that all of them? Did I read all of them? Was that the whole thing? Was that it, guys? Someone said, "Hey, hey, hey." And chain zero one. You said it was thirty drops, not twenty. Fooled me. Was that it, guys? Are we done? Was that the whole? Oh no, no. Here's here's the rest of them, guys. Here are the rest of them. Okay. Here are the rest of them. Okay. That was thread number one. I guess threads only go up to twenty. I don't know, guys. You guys are the tr the, the the twatter pros. Oh, apparently they don't. Here they come. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, so let's go back up to twenty, because that uh, little statement there kind of uh, cleansed the palate. The committee justified her suspension internally by claiming her posts encouraged online harassment of hospitals and medical providers by insinuating that gender-affirming health care is equivalent to child abuse or grooming. Compare this to what happened when Reichick herself was doxxed on November 21st, 2022. A photo of her home with her address was posted in a tweet that has garnered more than 10,000 likes. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 Dinesh, okay, hold on. <laughs> Where are we getting all these comments from? I'm trying to follow the stream. Okay, but I like Dinesh's comment. Jack be nimble, Jack be quick, Jack exposed as a lying prick. <laughs> That's pretty good, Dinesh. But I thought I was following the stream here, okay? I thought I was following the thread, okay? Is there more thread? Oh, Lord. Okay, let's just do it this way. Oh, that's 30. Okay, great. Oh, that's the pinned tweet. Okay, great. Oh, now it's going in reverse. Okay, great. At least I know the direction we're headed. Okay. That's okay. That's what I'm doing wrong, guys. I'm hitting show this thread and I'm getting wait. Now I'm getting this. Okay, we're going we're going to start here. Okay. When Right Cheek told Twitter that her address had been disseminated, she says Twitter support responded with this message. We reviewed the reported content and did not find it to be in violation of the Twitter rules. No action was taken. The doxing tweet is still up. Dang y'all. Thanks for reaching out. We've reviewed the reported content and did not find it to be in violation of the Twitter rules. In this case, no action will be taken at this time. If you have further concerns about intellectual property, your privacy, or your personal safety, the following guidelines can be of assistance. Dang, Twitter. Dang, Twitter. That's pretty bad. Who do you have working for you? Truth Social. I mean, Twitter. Who do you have working for you? In internal Slack messages, Twitter employees spoke of using technicalities to restrict the visibility of tweets and subjects. Here's Yoel Roth, Twitter's then global head of trust and safety, 
in a direct message to a colleague in early 2021. The message goes, A lot of times, SI has used technicality spam enforcement as a way to solve a problem created by safety under enforcing their policies. Which, again, is not a problem per se, but it keeps us from addressing the root cause of the issue, which is that our safety policies need some attention. Is that a fact, Yoel? <laughs> Six days later, in a direct message with an employee on the Health Misinformation, Privacy, and Identity Research Team, Roth requested more research to support expanding non-removal policy interventions like disabling engagements and de-amplification slash visibility filtering. Roth writes... One of the biggest areas I'd love research support on is non-removal policy interventions like disabling engagements and de-amplification slash visibility filtering. The hypothesis underlying much of what we've implemented is that if exposure to Example given, misinformation directly causes harm, we should use remediations that reduce exposure and limiting the spread sash. A virality of content is a good way to do that. By just reducing prevalence overall, we got Jack on board with implementing this for civic integrity in the near term, but we're going to need to make a more robust case to get this into our repertoire of policy remediations, especially for other policy domains. So I'd love researchers' point of view on that. Clearly, Yoel and the rest were heavily engaged, ladies and gentlemen, in the processes and in the structures they could implement against individuals that did not agree with their point of view. 25. Wait, did you not just, did we just waste 25 on 24? I guess we did, Barry Weiss. I guess we did. 26, he added. Wait, did we just waste 26 on 24? I guess we did, Barry Weiss. 27, there is more to come on this story, which was reported by etc., 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 and the team, the free press at the FP. Keep up with this unfolding story here and at their website. The authors have broad and expanding access to Twitter's files. The only condition we agreed to was that the material would first be published on Twitter. We're just getting started on our reporting. Documents cannot tell the whole story here. A big thank you to everyone who has spoken to us so far. If you are a current or former Twitter employee, We'd love to hear from you. Please write to tips at thefp.com. Watch at M. Taibi for the next installment.
Who's that? Uh, Taylor Lorenz. Okay. All right. So there you go, America. There you go. We did it, ladies and gentlemen. We did it for once in our lives here at Mr. CTV. We followed the zeitgeist. All right. Okay. So I feel accomplished, right? I feel accomplished. We actually talked about Mr. Musk's Twitter files. Now we can get back to elections, y'all. <laughs> everyone's like no no not elections okay don't talk about elections we're done with that that was so november 8th 2022 <laughs> oh goodness sakes guys you guys know i love you i'm just really worried about you guys sometimes out there anyways so all righty ladies and gentlemen that's gonna do it that's gonna be a wrap for tonight on this episode of the c report we'll be back tomorrow i've got some things to do and some other things to weigh out in the balance uh i we will continue with the conic story guys i promise okay i mean that story's not going anywhere no one else is concerned about it right you know so we'll talk about it tomorrow okay Everyone else is like, God, Mr. C, this is a story we learned about like weeks ago. Why are you just talking about it, Mr. C? No one cares about that anymore, Mr. C. It's old news that we did nothing about and it didn't spur us on or inspire us to like, you know, restore our republic, save our nation. Nothing like that. We just moved on to the next best thing. We'll see you guys next time, okay? We'll see you guys next time. Tomorrow we got uh, Lone Star State News, 3 p.m. Texas time. The C Report will be back, 7.30 p.m. Texas time. You guys have a great night, and uh, thanks for hanging out tonight, guys. I know I'm cutting a little bit short today, but uh, give me a break. Hey, we'll do a long one tomorrow. How about that? Till next time, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for hanging out. Visit thecreport.com for more information on what I do here at The Sea Report. That is America First and Election Integrity News, Monday through Friday, 8.30, Trump time, 7.30, Texas time. And the rest of the broadcasts, if you're a, a new follower over at uh, Rumble, over at Odyssey, over at Twitch, uh, welcome aboard and thanks for following along. Make sure you hit the like, the uh, thumbs up, the subscribe. Uh, to all my friends over at pill.net to the Foxhole app, thank you for being a friend and thanks for being present. Thank you for your gold pill donations and your subscriptions. You can get your subscriptions to the show to support it over at pill.net or over at Odyssey. We actually also have subscription levels over there too. Audience is still growing at Odyssey though. So, uh, hey, if you're with us or if you're catching a replay, thanks for hanging out. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, as always, please be safe. Please be blessed. And God bless America. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night, y'all.
Let's talk about Georgia. Uh, President Trump truthed about this earlier. Ballot images missing, right? Drop boxes with no video. And Disney's like, well, we don't care about that. We're gonna die on this hill. We're gonna be gay and we're gonna rape our children no matter what you say, because we are Disney. Uh, we don't normally run see in the dark uh, during the week. Uh, for those of you who are wondering, what the heck is this bald band talking about? Uh, you know, multiple broadcasts and shows come here on Mr. CTV channel. Uh, so you got your C report Monday through Friday in the evening hours, right? And uh, we do see in the dark, which is a late night weekend talk show kind of, you know, broadcast, right? So guys, watch out. We got a swamp creature coming to the screen. So look out now. Look out now. <laughs> oh no, it's wretched Gretchen Whitmer. Check out the political truth apparel line. Covefe. Rhino hunting season. Secretary of snakes. And more to come. Fun. Fashionable. Edgy. Cational. Go to Mr. C Online store at www.thecreport.com. Click on the top right menu. Use coupon code 1776REBORN at checkout.